Hi. Uh, as you can tell, my audio is different. And uh, Carl's not with me right now, but I just wanted to uh, record a quick little statement that between the time you recorded this episode and now to when you were listening to it, Disney did in fact release a statement about not including themselves with all the the um, that bill that was passed in Florida about the not being able to say gay thing. So Disney did release something saying they do not associate themselves with that and stuff. So I just wanted to make this quick little little message to know that we did see that, we acknowledge that, and that we do appreciate it, even though it's not probably it was it's kind of late <laughs> when they posted it, but at least they posted it. <laughs> Hello, welcome back to Disney Dive. I'm Keen Neifeld, here with my co-host. Isaiah Steinberg. We are back with episode three, talking about offensive content and controversies in the Disney company. I know it's weird to hear my voice at the start, but I'm going to be taking <laughs> the lead of this episode. So I'm going to be starting off with rainbow washing. And if you don't know what rainbow washing is, it's when a company shows all of this support for the LGBTQ plus community, but then does something in the background where it doesn't support it. So Disney or like when maybe- it's um, during pride month, they have like, let's say they have their Instagram account up and they have like a pride flag in the, on their, like their main thing. But then as soon as pride month is over, they immediately take it off. Like they're mostly doing it just for like sales. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I find that really annoying. I'm sure <laughs> so, a lot of people do. <laughs> yeah. So, as you probably have heard, Florida recently passed this Don't Say Gay Bill, which is, I don't want to get political here, but that's ridiculous. I hate it so much. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> um, Disney has not released anything about that, even though they have Disney World in Florida. They haven't said anything and they've had like i've seen somewhere they've had so-called gay days or something like that like not good things happening and they haven't had much lgbtq plus representation and their last like gay character was lefou is that how you say his name yes lefou okay uh, and being the beast, and people were like, "Oh my God, there's representation!" But it was maybe for like three seconds. He was dancing like with his boyfriend or something. Half the people were mad that it was um, very short, and the other half of the people were mad because it was even in there. A lot of people boycotted that movie because they had that three less than three second scene in there, which I find ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. Josh Cat has come out about that and said like they did not do enough with that. So they still haven't said anything about the bill, which I'm hoping they do. But we'll see what they do this Pride Month if they'll do something ridiculous. But that's really all I have to say about that. Now Isaiah is going to talk about the sexism in the Disney Company. 
take it away. Yes. So, yeah. Um, my first topic is about The Little Mermaid because, you know, in that movie, there's a big theme about her have, feeling like she has to change her body just to be with this man that she meets for one day. She didn't really meet him. You know, she stalked <laughs> him on a ship, watched him dance, and then saved his life. And all of a sudden she decided, now I have to change myself because I'm in love with him. You know, and <laughs> most of the movie is her just using, like, only um, body language to communicate. And it's – I mean, don't, I love the movie. A lot of people do. And yes. I'm not saying now that because of this it's just a terrible movie. But it does have, you know, themes in it that seem a little bit controversial nowadays. Mm-hmm. And – Oh, it just seems like that's something. I'm wondering how they'll do it in the, when they're making the live action one. If they'll change any of that to be a little more unoffensive, or if they're mostly going to keep it yeah. and we'll just see what happens with it when it comes out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, back then that um, was like one, a totally fine theme, but nowadays, like yeah, no. yeah, no, totally. No. <laughs> um, another one is Snow White. Um, that one was. I had a whole class where we talked about this and it's very sexist. Like Snow White arrives at the the little like cabin that the dwarves are staying at and she immediately feels the responsibility to clean, do the dishes, make them food, cl- not clean them, mm-hmm. but like clean everything <laughs> in the house weird. and do all the chores for them. Yeah. It'd be very weird if she fully cleaned them. That would be weird. <laughs> but you know, she took on this role of just like, I have to do all this for them immediately, you know? And it was a little, mm-hmm. little offensive. <laughs> it felt a little wrong. Yeah, we've had multiple conversations about this before. Yeah, that she like, immediately felt the responsibility to take care of them. And also the men were just seen as so disgusting and sloppy. And she's like, oh, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> And another thing to bring up is when he kisses her when she's like asleep. Yes. There was well, also you, in Sleeping no. Beauty, both are like non consensual kisses. It's like, do you know that she wanted you to do that? You just kind of, we don't know that you wanted him to do that. You may have been having a great dream and like, hey, I want to stay asleep, but you know, he just decided that it was, he had to do that and wake you up. Like, hey, it's time. <laughs> I decide when you get up. Um, and then there's the whole the whole Disney trope in pretty much all of the Disney princess movies of how the princess always need the female always needs to be saved by the man. Mm-hmm. And it's turn it's it's in the newer ones. Some of that has switched, but in all the classics, mm-hmm. it's always like that. A female does something. Because she's rebellious and she goes and does something and then she has to be saved by the man. She cannot save herself. Yeah, and it has to be this like big strong man that can like do everything. Almost always a very strongly built white male who feels he has to save the princess. And then live happily ever after. Nothing's ever wrong. Everything's perfect. (laughs) (laughs) which then brings me to the next thing is um male driven dialogue in movies i found this article that shows it's basically a graph Mm -hmm. that shows men's dialogue in disney movies versus women's and it is shocking how the only one that's even 
Weirdly, a Cinderella. That one's perfectly synced up between men and women. Oh. I haven't really thought about that before, actually. Yeah. The one that has probably two of the ones that have the, the biggest difference is Princess and the Frog. It is oh. like... It is 25% women, 75% men in that movie. Oh, God. Which is crazy. Yeah, and then the I other one. Movie, though. <laughs> I do too, but the next one also is Tangled, which is a pretty mm-hmm. big. It's a pretty big, big difference. Um, mm-hmm. And then also, which I also didn't expect, is Frozen. There's a pretty big gap in also Frozen, which oh. I would think it wouldn't be. That'd be the one I would think that it would be maybe more female than male. But no, it's still yeah, because like the two main characters still are like sisters. Yeah, that's weird. It's, it's really really. It's really crazy, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which then brings me to my next. I mean, it's, this one's a little different, but it's about Beauty and the Beast. Which again, this is one of mm-hmm. my favorite Disney movies, so I'm not trying to ruin this for everyone. But it is a little <laughs> weird that you know she gets you know captured by this beast and is mm-hmm. like, I can change him. He doesn't have to be bad. I can change this guy. It's you know. And there's so many things the beast does wrong and he scares her and he's literally capturing her and she just always feels, I mean, at the beginning she's kind of hesitant and feels like she should leave, but he's literally keeping her as like a slave, like capturing her. And she's like, no, 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 it's fine. It's fine. I'll, I'll, I'll change him. He can love again. It's a little weird. It's, it's a little weird. It's really weird. Yeah. That she just feels again, like she feels it's her responsibility to change him and make him a better man. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of that where it's like women taking on this responsibility they feel like is theirs, even though it's not at all. Yeah, they should. They shouldn't have to be the one to change a man for doing something wrong. You know, the guy, mm-hmm. the man should. It's his responsibility to change his bad ways. Yeah, and the last thing I want to talk about is Pocahontas. So, as you probably know. <laughs> The story, the Disney story of Pocahontas is nothing like the real person. Oh, no. No, no, it is no. Not, it is not historically accurate in any way at all. Which actually, what I want to talk about is how the first draft of the Disney Pocahontas was going to be super historically accurate. Mm-hmm. And it was going to be this whole thing. And there, was, and there actually wasn't supposed to be any romantic ties between Pocahontas and Jon Snow at all. It was supposed to be this totally separate, this whole thing, but... They got like I think they got done with the script, and basically the di- the director and the producers were like, you know what, this isn't catchy enough. Like they basically just said, this isn't this isn't what people want. So they changed the entire story and made it so that Jon Snow and Pocahontas fall in love, even though that wasn't any intention of Pocahontas that was at all. Nothing like the actual. No, it story. wasn't. But yet they did this because they felt like it wasn't good enough. It wasn't romanticized enough. You know. Mm-hmm. And so they changed it so that it was, so it would be in quotes, more entertaining, which mm-hmm. really doesn't seem right at all. No. Like you're changing that, yeah. a very important part of native American history just because you want to make more money by a bunch of stupid white people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like Pocahontas it's is a really, big, yeah. She's a very big, like native American idol. And yet, mm-hmm. you change it so she's more likable by white people. 
that feels extremely yeah, well. I feel like not enough people recognize that. No, no, a lot of people recognize all this stuff, especially the, the target audience of these movies are little kids who don't know anything about this. Mm-hmm. And then they just, you know, like, oh, it's fun. Ha ha. It's like, no, these are not good <laughs> messages you're giving children. <laughs> no. Also, another thing, not on the topic of Pocahontas at all, but every mm-hmm. single mom being dead, like, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> every mom, every parent has to die eventually. Yeah. You know, every parent has to die in these movies, whether it's right at the beginning of the movie or in the middle of it. But one of the two, they always have to die. But it's like always targeting the mom. Well, not okay. There's know. one that there's one that doesn't target a mom, but it targets the dad. Which one? Lion King. The mom survives all the way to the end. Yeah. But the dad dies right away. <laughs> he is murdered yeah. <laughs> from the beginning. Yeah. It. I don't know. That just is really weird to me. I thought about that for a while. I was like. Mm. Why are all the parents dead? There's another one where neither of the parents die, which is it the is. Incredibles. That is true. But when you just think about yeah. it, there is a lot <laughs> of movies where the parents are dead. Oh, yeah. I just want to Bambi, Finding Nemo, Lion King with the Dad. Um, in Beauty and the Beast, I think when they come into it, the mama has already died. Mm-hmm. Um, Frozen. What else is Tarzan. There? Frozen. Uh, tar- yeah, both the parents die in Tarzan. And also... Nope, never mind. <laughs> I was going to say... I was going to say, say Tangled, Frozen but again, no. but I realized I already said Frozen. <laughs> uh, I don't know. There's just... I know that there's a lot, they just don't come to mind right now. There's, but. Yeah, there's, it's a very common theme within Disney movies, is at least one or both of the parents dying. Yeah. I don't, think it's I, happening as much, I don't think it's happening as much in the newer Disney and Pixar movies, but it's de- it definitely happened a lot in the older ones. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, is that all I have to say about that? I, I think so, yeah. It's it's your turn again to go over the main offensive content stuff in Disney movies. Okay, so I have a lot for this. I'm not going to try to make it boring, but there's a lot to this. <laughs> so I was Can't doing wait. some research, and I saw this like clip. I don't remember where. But it was this clip of a Mickey Mouse short called Mickey's Miller Drammer. And it shows, like, Mickey and Minnie doing this show for, like, asbestos or something like that. And it was a very racist, stereotypical show. So he was putting on, like, this, like, hairpiece and this run-down, like outfit representing not good things and then the worst part of it all was that he put a stick of dynamite in his mouth and lit it it blew up and it turned his face darker and that is terrible and that was from 1933 so this wasn't just like a disney thing blackface was a huge thing back then yeah a lot of very common a lot of singers did that in like older, mm-hmm. like jazz stuff. Like when they do concert and shows, they would p- 
put on like actual blackface, not just like dynamite blowing in your face, but they would put on like actual like a makeup that made them look like a um, a dark skinned person, and they would do. Mm-hmm concerts where these white people would play basically black singers in jazz concerts and that was a very very like popular thing to do for whatever reason probably because yeah I think back then jazz, jazz was a very like black community like genre of music and mm-hmm. white people wanted in on it because it was really good people liked it but white people were like now let's do what we do best and let's take it <laughs> and so they started <laughs> blackface so they could put on their own jazz concerts and stuff Mm-hmm. And it was used a lot in like comedic shows too. And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. People found it very funny. I mean, mm-hmm. it's still going on today, sadly. Oh yeah, so, I'm sure there is. Yeah, yeah. Um, another part is in the old Dumbo. There were some like crows that were called the Jim Crows, which pretty sure you all know about that. But that is awful, and I don't know how they got away with that. <laughs> but well, in case in case uh, your viewers well, don't know, maybe maybe explain what the Jim Crow laws were. It says here on history, Jim Crow laws were a collection of state and local statutes that legalized racial segregation, named after a black minstrel show character. The laws, which existed for about a hundred years, yeah, yeah, okay, so. That was terrible. Also, in Peter Pan, there was a very offensive, stereotypical Native American tribe. They were referred to as the Redskins. And obviously, that is also awful. And why the famous football team had to change their name. Um, And one that I didn't know about was in The Lady and the Tramp, there are these Siamese cats that were... Like, no one could understand them because they were Asian, and I I did not want to watch that because that was awful. Um, and another one I yeah. just added was all of the black characters in the Disney movies being turned into animals. So, like, in Princess yeah, and the Frog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Soul, which just recently came out, turned into a cat. And, um, oh, is it Pigeons in Disguise? Is that what the movie is with Will Smith? Some, oh, Spies in Disguise. That's oh, what it is. Yeah, Spies in Disguise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, turn into a pigeon. Yeah. So, yeah, obviously that is all terrible. I thought I had more to say about that, actually, but... <laughs> I just wanted to <laughs> point that out because I thought it was like cool doing research on it, even though it kind of hurt to watch mm-hmm. all of these things. But <laughs> yeah, that's what I had to say about that. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I definitely think that it's movies and TV shows and stuff are getting better about mm-hmm. this kind of stuff, but de- there's still definitely a big problem with it with like, you know, sexism, racism, and mm-hmm. all this like very offensive stuff are in all sorts of media still today. Even if it's things we don't realize as a community that is bad, you know, that's just mm-hmm. something we've been doing for lots of years. And mm-hmm. yet we still have to really look at the stuff that we make and make sure that, you know, it's not offensive. <laughs> 
Yeah. And actually, another thing I want to point out is on Disney Plus now, yeah. if you watch Peter Pan or Dumbo or Lady and the Tramp, it shows like content may have offensive, like racist, whatever. Yeah. So it's kind of surprising to which, me that they. Which is at good, least to like, start with their. Yeah, it's like they're they're at least acknowledging that they did have this like offensive content in their movies yeah. a while ago. You know, it's like the first step of recognizing you have a problem is actually accepting that there is a problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's just kind of weird to me that they wouldn't like cut it out if they can do that. I mean, I think sometimes it also depends on where it is in the film. You know, because if you take out those parts in those films, you're gonna you could be missing full plot points and stuff. So yeah, but I feel like hard. It would be hard to edit all that stuff out. Yeah. But I just feel like the Jim Crows weren't super, (laughs) I haven't seen the movie in a long time, but I I feel like the Jim Crows were not (laughs) super important part of the movie. Yeah. So at least they're acknowledging it. So that's, yeah, that's, that's a start. I just do have a problem with all of the black characters being turned into animals. Yeah, that is really interesting. That is, that is very much a theme, not even just with Disney, you know, but mm-hmm. a big theme within a lot of shows. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's a very prominent issue in our society right now. Yes. And it's I like, didn't we even... have black characters, but they're going to be played by animals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. It was actually my sibling that pointed it out to me after we watched Princess and the Frog. Yeah, I remember someone told me that too. I th- or I saw an article about it somewhere. I was like, oh my God, mm-hmm. they're right. That is totally a thing that happens a lot. Yeah. Yeah, there's like, there's a bright side to Disney, and then there's also a dark. Well, I mean, there's that's that's a thing with everything. There's a dark yeah. side and a, a light side to pretty much every single business that's ever existed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, I forgot to point out another thing for the offensive content. Mm-hmm. In Fantasia, there's a character called like Sunflower, mm-hmm. something like that, that um, who is a black <laughs> character who is mm-hmm. basically just taking care of this white character. Yeah. Again, very offensive. Yeah. Um, also haven't seen that movie in a while. I don't know if they have yeah, a warning really. for that. Yeah, I know it's on It's on Disney+, Plus, but I definitely I haven't watched it in a long time. I don't even know if I've ever actually watched the whole thing before. I probably haven't. I haven't had a huge desire to watch it. <laughs> I haven't. I watched it. I know I've seen like scenes of it. Like I've seen the big cleanup scene where all the objects come alive and they're like, cleaning the floor and stuff. I know I've seen mm-hmm. that, but I don't think I've ever actually watched the whole movie before. Yeah, I haven't really wanted to. <laughs> I bet you a lot of movies that we grew up with when you were younger are pretty damn offensive now. Oh yeah, definitely. There's a lot. Mm-hmm. Sadly. Yeah. Yes, very sadly. Mm-hmm. But again, you know, back then it wasn't always frowned upon the stuff they were doing. Yeah. Back then it was like, oh yeah, no, this is fine. You know, like smoking in schools back in, I don't know yeah. when that was, but like people just smoke cigarettes in schools all the time. And it was like, they had rooms dedicated to that. We obviously <laughs> know now that that is not a good thing. Yeah. And that is not a lot at all in school, but back they thought, you know, oh yeah, doctors were like, yeah, yeah you should smoke. It's it's healthy for you. Oh yeah. <laughs> you have a cold. I'm going to prescribe you a box of cigarettes. You'll be fine. <laughs> I'm seeing if there's. I didn't want to mention um, 
Song and South, we've already talked about that. Yeah, we've, we've really acknowledged that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, is there anything? Oh, yes. It is the Siamese cats are also in the Aristocats. That's where I oh. saw the original video. Is yeah, yeah, yeah. They, the cat has chopsticks while playing mm. the piano, talking mm. just in a terrible like fake Asian like voice. Yeah, accent. Yeah. Terrible. Um so I guess it was yeah. in Lady uh, That's another one I haven't watched in a long time is the Aristocats. I don't think I've actually ever seen it. Actually actually wait, yeah, no now that I'm thinking about it, I don't think I've ever seen it either actually. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, the opening song in Aladdin originally included anti-Arab lyrics. Oh my god. <laughs> um, people said the treatment of the hyenas in the original Lion King was racist. Oh, well, we could also talk about how a lot of, talking about the whole, like, how people of color represented in animals. Mm-hmm. Also, how a lot of, like, people of color who are casted in movies and stuff, when it's supposed to be a black actor, is like, instead of a black actor, it's a light-skinned actor. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of that. And also like when it's an Asian actor, it's an Asian American actor, not a full mm-hmm. Asian. A lot mm-hmm. that happens a lot in movies. Yeah. I haven't really thought about that actually. Yeah, no, that's a that's a, another big issue people talk about in Hollywood and in TV shows and stuff is that they cast people who are less of their eth- ethnicity than they mm-hmm. should be. They're more yeah. of a mix rather than full on blown like representation of that ethnicity. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. definitely a big issue that happens right now. Mm-hmm. The main problem here is the racially coded portrayal of King Louis, which is marked markedly different from that of any of the other anthropomorphic animals on display. Yeah, I think we covered it all. There's probably something else out there. Oh, I'm sure we missed a lot because there's so much <laughs> offensive content and everything that I'm sure we really did miss stuff because that's just how it is. Okay. Is that everything? Uh, I think so. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for listening. Uh, we hope you enjoyed and we will see you next time. Well, we won't see them. But we'll... True, but <laughs> you know what I mean. Well... <laughs> Until next time. Yeah. <laughs>